Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. Just kind of winging it this week like a Jake Cutler gunslinger because nothing really happened and I got nothing. With me, as always, is Instagram horror Sam Grezis. Oh, yes, I am. I, I, uh, well, to be fair, I would be an Instagram whore if I had more than like any followers. Follow me on Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs if, if, if you want to see cool photos of mostly things that aren't me. Maybe that's the problem. I need to, I need to one, be a girl and two, have more photos of me. And three, be an attractive girl who takes pictures from above and, you know, just happens to be in bikinis all the time, you know. Yeah, and then and then I can get all the creepy men who who are who troll Instagram specifically to to look at girls who are happy with their bodies. Just like, oh wow, you look beautiful. That's just an amazing pose. Uh, you have such a pretty face. Every yeah, come on, every man. time, you... I, like I feel bad enough liking my my female friends who I know very well. They'll they'll like post a selfie in a nice dress or you know in a new bathing suit or something, and they you know they look good in it. I feel bad enough liking those posts to, to like give them a like hey yeah you look good can you imagine being the kind of guy that's that like comments on an instagram person you don't know and like with the heart eyes emoji oh man you're looking you're looking good go go get them tiger but like i would do that i would do that if it, i would do anything for money or for instagram <laughs> viewers so i would do anything for money and I would also do that. Exactly. Yes, that. That thing you're thinking that, of, listeners, that, I would probably that, do it. He would totally do it. So, <laughs> Sam, how was your time away from the Draw Play podcast? Oh, man, it was it was great. And it also uh, wasn't because uh, I, I don't know if the listeners know, but I was in in Europe. Uh, one of my uh, cousins got got married there and it was it was very nice. But no, the, the the trip was good. The trip was good, except, buddy, I missed you. There was a there Aww. was a Dave Rapocio shaped hole in my heart, uh, and it was it was weird not being mad about football things. It was weird being mad about other things. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot more fun to be mad about football things and not things you actually should be mad about well welcome back to the state sam and guess what i've got some rage for you oh sir. dude don't i have so much in the holster man thank you please uh, fucking let me at him take the blinders off and just let well, me well sam mm -hmm. you missed the draft oh yeah i did <laughs> have you been aware of what happened during the draft mr bears fan sir no no let's uh let's play this bit up and pretend like i don't i'm gonna i'm gonna type really loudly i'm googling chicago bears draft choice enter oh no now that can't be right because google go, the google machine's telling me that the bears traded up uh to the second overall draft pick and took uh, the guy that I said two weeks ago on this podcast, his ceiling is somewhere around a McCown, uh, Mr. Mitch Trubisky, Mr. I have only started one season for the North Carolina Tar Heels football team. That's got to be a goof, right? Who'd they actually take? Well, Dave? Sam, they actually took a guy from North Carolina. He played for the Tar Heels. His name is Mitch Trubisky. So you're on, you're, are you in on the goof too? Is this a thing? Dave, was this a thing that you set up just for me? Did you did you call Mr. Google and tell him to to put wrong information on his on his website just to to do a little goof on me for when I got back? No, I just went on Google and found out the actual draft pick. Ah, it's okay. It's Trubisky. Okay, so so this this bit has gone on for too long. Fucking Dave. <laughs> I've gone I've got it's 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 been long enough that I actually think it's funny now. Not that I didn't then cuz it it was then, right? But like right after I I was like Mitch Trubisky is is going to flame out in the NFL. Of course my my team takes him to like I, uh, he is not a good quarterback. He's not going to be a good quarterback. 
No, it's not. His I, name is Mitch Trubisky. Do, Mitch, you, do you feel like you'll ever hear the name Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, at a Hall of Fame rally? Well, no. So here, here's the thing. Now we actually have a guy who we could call Biscuit, Mitch Biscuit. Mitch Mitch Trubisky. It's not. Mitch not True Biscuit. Yeah, it's. Yeah, Jacoby I, I, Biscuits is way more fun. Yeah, I was gonna say because Jacoby's not, a fun name. It's it's nowhere near as good as Jacoby Biscuits, which is which is fair. I just I don't know why everyone's so, I I didn't know back then and I don't know now. And here I was gonna tell you this before the podcast started. We were kind of talking about um, this, but you haven't. Do you do you follow the the Twitter or like Facebook accounts of team of, of, of the bears or of like NFL teams. The only NFL team whose Twitter I actually follow is the giants. And it's mostly just for news sure. because most, most Twitter accounts, official Twitter accounts for teams are kind of trash. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the social, it's not the fault of the social media guys they have doing it. Uh, I think the Carolina Panthers is the only Twitter that has any personality to it. Mm-hmm. That, well, I, I mean, that I can design, think of off right? the top of my head. Yeah. But I just keep thinking the poor guy or, or gal that runs the um that runs the Bears one right after the draft. I mean, they they did the post is like, welcome, welcome Mitch to the family, you know, great. Everyone angry reacted, because of course they did, because it was a horrible choice. And then they they um <laughs> All they have been doing since is posting ESPN clips from Todd McShay, who is is a dingus, noted dingus, dingus, a confirmed dingus, being like, "No, this was a really good gutsy pick," and it's just it's it, it 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 comes off like a person trying to convince themselves that they did a good thing. It's the classic rationalization. You see it after every bad move. There's always the people who are like, well, wait, maybe this is actually good. No, it's... Because it's, they've got to play that side, you that, know? I would I would agree with you, but it, it comes off more desperate. If you read the tone of the posts, it's like... They're, it's not like, um, you know, we're like, we're really excited. Mitch Trubisky is going to be great. It's not like an I'm right, you're wrong kind of thing. It's like they block quote them. So the way it comes off is if like they're trying to convince themselves as well. Right. It's like, no, we're good. We did a good, right? They said we, that, no, they said we did it good. They said we drafted a good. So yeah. Right. You guys. Please. We'll show you. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're we, not dumb. We didn't just bet against ourselves and I, get swindled by first-year GM John Lynch, who's not even doesn't even have GM I, experience. I, I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot got, that it was John got, Lynch. They got swindled that, oh by first-year John Lynch. Uh, that, that's delicious. That's just actually delicious. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I... Everyone his everyone I know who I've talked about this is like the Bears just set their clock back, not not in even in terms of Super Bowl, but like in terms of relevance, about five years. With, Probably with simply... this year is going to be a dead duck kind of year. They have Mike Lennon will probably get the start because. Well, his feelings are hurt now, so yeah. they're, they're going to have to give him the start. Also, John Fox is a curmudgeon old man who who likes veterans and hates rookies. So Glennon will get the start. He's not going to be good. No. The Bears, they, they got some picks back later on in the draft by trading down and such, but mm-hmm. they didn't quite pick up enough to justify moving up one slot mm-hmm. for a yeah. guy the Niners were not going to pick. Eh, it's just, oh man, the Bears... It's going to imp- it's going to get worse before it gets better. Well, so the thing that I that I thought about as soon as they did that was that it, on like you can see in some sort of twisted mind how this would make sense because I, I'm going to bring him up again and I I know but this is what the Denver Broncos did with Trevor Simeon except they got him in a late round a very late round. And they had a good quarterback to teach him. It's it's like, yeah, you know, you got the alpha quarterback, the veteran, the guy who's been in the league for a while. And then, and then you get, like, a rookie who you're not sure about and stash him for a year behind the veteran. That doesn't work when you're talking about Mike 
fucking Glennon and Mitch fucking true fucking trubbish. Mitch Mitch Trubisky. God damn it. It's not gonna be pretty. No, it's it's no, just it's not. The bear the bears are headed for an ugly implosion. Pay it felt to me like Pace the the GM Ryan Pace, who I think is the youngest GM in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's trying to save his job because he hasn't had terribly good years. He drafted Kevin no. White, who's been hurt. He drafted Leonard Floyd, who got fault. hurt. Yeah, It's not his fault, but he hasn't exactly done stellar outside of that. He's right. let all the uh, notable talent walk, like Matt Forte mm-hmm. and all these other classic names. Like Right now, the Bears have a good offensive line and a decent running back, and that's it. And they've gotten worse I, I over Pace's like, tenure. It's not good. Back. I don't love them either. I, but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The funny thing is that usually the, the team implosions aren't so complete and so long because this started and and I. Well, I mean, said have you before. seen Cleveland for the past twenty years? Well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, Zing had to. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. I guess no, you're you're not wrong. But I feel like with Cleveland, there was there's always been like a glimmer. I I don't know. I mean, I I can't speak I can't speak to that because I'm not a Cleveland fan. I'm sure there is no end of hopelessness there, right? But I I mean, this all started with when they let Brandon Marshall walk. Imagine if imagine if yeah, I think back you're right. then they got rid of Cutler and kept Brandon Marshall. Hmm. Back three, what was it? It was like three four years ago. I think three. Well, I think I think Marshall was with the Jets for two years. Oh, it was it was that that recent? I th- okay. think it was two years okay. ago. Because I think yeah, I think it was two years ago. I'm gonna say Marshall was with the Jets for two years. Okay. Um, if I'm wrong, listeners, please angry tweet me. Yeah. Because I'm sure someone wants to angry tweet me. Just angry tweet me anyway. I I can take it. We're we're really. I I know that most of our listeners are really, really sticklers about uh, the specific year in which Brandon Marshall left the Bears to go to the Jets. So, yeah, get get ready for some angry tweets. It's my number one complaint all the time. <laughs> I, I get, like, three hate mails. Year. Yeah, three hate mails a week. Even when I'm not talking about Brandon Marshall for months, it's mm. three hate mails a week because I don't understand when Brandon Marshall went to the Jets. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's on both of us. We We should be doing a better job. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, ima- imagine that. Imagine if they freed up that cap space and like, well, I don't want to imagine it because it makes me sad. We'd probably still have Matt Forte. We'd probably still have Alshon Jeffrey. We probably would have like. You'd probably still have like third place in the NFC North. Yeah. Ugh, Maybe fuck, even man. second. Maybe we'd we'd contend for the NFC North because it would be a trash fire like it always is, and we wouldn't be significantly worse or better off than anyone else we would have is so if we got rid of jay cutler then we would have probably i mean we'd have a mccown to start for a little bit while while we looked for free agent talent or uh tried to make a trade or draft someone take a chance on a draft pick but now you have Mike Glennon. But now, but now I have Mike Glennon. Jeez. What I'm not sure why you'd want to be in any alternate timeline when you have Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon is, no, I'm not, I can't even say that. I was going to say he's the Mark Wahlberg of quarterbacks. That's too mean. I don't hate no, him that no, there, much. There are, there are much more Mark Wahlberg yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, no, I was, that was mean. I don't mean Mike to, Glennon I, is almost like inoffensively bad. Yeah, He's completely inoffensive. He just looks goofy. And I'm like, I'm sad he's our starter. If he were our backup, I'd have no problem with him. And I think he should be starting in the NFL. Like, as that's, you know, all you, all you Glennon You know, heads you know who the Mark Wahlberg of quarterbacks is? Who? Tom Brady. Uh, I Boom! Know. Got I him. Know. I know. Got him. He is, isn't he? Uh, it's it's he is. It, yeah. You're not wrong. Damn. Speaking of, have you seen the new AT and T Unlimited commercials with Mark Wahlberg in them? Uh, I are they on Facebook ads? No. Because I feel like I've I've been scrolling my Facebook feed and I see Mark Wahlberg start walking towards the screen with a phone in his hand and I'm just like, hell no! And I scroll down. Yep, yep. So that's when I saw my first one. Um, and I, sc- I did the same thing you did. But then I was watching uh, some of like the, the NBA playoffs and it showed up. 
and I was like, I don't want the game's like kind of close. I don't want to switch. I don't want to do that thing where I switch to another channel and then maybe miss part of the game. So I I sat through it. Dave, Sam. it's fucking awful. <laughs> well, I mean, we are talking about strawberry ice cream here. It it's got it's fucking. So imagine what 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 do you think would be the worst commercial that would actually air on TV that Mark Wahlberg would like be in? Right, like imagine the worst commercial that involves Mark Wahlberg. Probably um, GoDaddy, but Mark Wahlberg is the one that you have to go to the website to see more of. That's almost fucking exactly what they did. It's it's Mark Wahlberg in a bunch of action scenes, like punching out ninjas and talking about fucking AT and T, and then there's a longer cut on the website. Oh no! Yeah, buddy. Ah. Uh. Yeah, buddy, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. And the, the worst part is... Like, Fuck you, re- Mark Wahlberg. I can't remember who, but, like, there are other actors in the in the ad that I actually like, that are actually, like, personable and fun. Uh, he's done movies with actors I like, you know? I consider all those actors that be, like, like actor herpes. Once you do a movie with Mark Wahlberg, you have actor herpes. Oh. You might still be a great actor, but you've got like that one little blemish every once in a while that shows up on TV. You yeah, know, it, right. it's you... the Mark Wahlberg herpes. Right. That's that's actually not a bad way of putting it. Look, some of us need paychecks, and sometimes we have to do things we're not proud of to get them. It's very true. Like making a movie with Mark Wahlberg. Yep. <laughs> that's also. <laughs> That, that 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 thing you just said works very well with the metaphor that you laid out. Oh, Marky we should move Mark. on. Yeah, yeah. Let's I don't let's want to let's, talk about let's pull Mark back anymore. to the Bears, sort of. Okay. Because the only interesting bit of news that happened between mm-hmm. last week and this week is that we got another quarterback in the booth, and it's Jay fucking Cutler. Jay Cutler. I want to hear your opinion on this first, Dave, because I'm going to surprise you right now and tell you that I have no idea how I feel about this. I, I, I'm I'm excited. I want to see it. I have no idea how it's going to be, and I, that's pretty much the end of my opinion. You know what's really funny? I have pretty much the exact same opinion. I have no idea what to expect out of Jay Cutler in the booth because I... from one hand, from what I... – there's obviously the Jay Cutler joke, and we make it here all the time. I make it on my site all the time. I have a running Don't Care Bear gag. Oh, by the way, by yeah. the time you hear this, uh, yeah. the next comic will be Don't Care Bear, and it will be up on Tuesday, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that was a real uh, real good thing for your uh, for your comic strip, huh? That was that was one of my better jokes. One of the better things I ever came up with. Yeah, and, and now bear. you got to keep doing it, and it'll still be relevant. Now, I get to, now he's Don't Care Booth Bear. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, but, like, we make fun of Jay Cutler because don't care, the smoking, the like, all that other stuff. And I, I think a lot of it is fair because he did have body, the, the body language on the field was definitely a whatever. And the anti-vaxxing is absolutely something that he deserves to be ripped Oh, for. every single time. Whenever you mention Jay every, Cutler. Say, or, or vaccinate your kids, people. Yeah, please. But Me- I know for, a, like, I don't think cutler is actually that person oh no i no i i'm pretty sure cutler is actually a decent guy every once in a while i see something with cutler in it where he's not like playing football and he's doing something else like his appearance in the league or i saw a little promo thing that he did where he was like interacting with kids who also have type 1 diabetes and Mm -hmm. like he was explaining like how he goes through it on the the field and all that stuff he like, he seems actually like a pretty decent guy. I don't know. And he might actually be okay in the booth. The The thing is, is that I know him from press conferences mostly, right? I haven't seen him in the league. I haven't really seen him do much outside of football. His appearance in the league is genuinely amusing. Oh, good. Good for him. Uh-huh. That's that's not, like, I'm serious. Like, Peyton Manning fucking bombed when he hosted SNL. He was shitty. But... He he had that one bit that was really funny. That's true. The one where he throws, where, where he tries to coach the kids, and he's like <laughs> yeah. being a complete asshole to them. That, that, like, that was probably good. the the only one that I really liked. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's that's you know, eh, that's kind of a softball. But but so yeah, like I'm comparing him to 
to how he is in his press conferences, and he's he fucking grumbles more than Bill Belichick does in press conferences, man. That's just I really don't judge players by press conferences. I stopped judging players by their press conferences a long time ago because I would hate the press if I was in their position too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I get that, like, but but at the same time, like, that's my only personally, like, that's my only frame of reference. Is that in a couple interviews he did where he was kind of more or less the same way, maybe a little more animated, maybe it actually give answers, but that's my comparison. Yeah. Whereas, whereas with Romo, he, you know, he sulks and he's grumbly sometimes, but he like, he had a bright, he has a kind of a bright personality when he speaks. He has a nice smile. Romo has a dreamy smile. He always looks like he's got a big child grin on his face. Hey, I'm Tony Romo. My body is dust, but I'm okay with that. That's very true. And maybe that's part of why I always kind of wanted to like him. It's part of why I've always kind of liked him. Yeah, he's he's a happy guy. He does have a very winning smile. He does, doesn't he? He's got big pinchable cheeks when he smiles. It's um it's like Tony Romo, I wanna pinch your cheeks. Also, I wanna rip your cowboy's hat off your head and then stomp on it and then burn it and then pee on the fire and then light it on fire again and then pee on it again and then light it on fire again and then poop on it and then just leave it burning. That's that's like you're you're making me think now, and I think that actually the kind of like that smile, that very kind of genuine smile uh affects how i the the players that i like because i'm thinking now and a lot of like michael bennett's smile is just great it's effusive and it, it makes you want to smile too uh michael strahan had had and has one of michael those strahan smiles. had a great look yeah yeah because I, everyone's like hey he's got the teeth Woo. yeah yeah you, you like he wasn't afraid like he had a, the big toothy grin too right so it, it I, I don't know. I guess I guess I'm now evaluating uh, evaluating uh, that other good like football smiles. Cam, oh, Cam Newton is like great. a plus number one smile. Like his smile is the most perfect smile that has ever existed. It's it's like a it's a very like it's a very GQ superhero smile without going full Tom Brady douchebag. You know. Yeah. A little bit full of herself smile. Deion Sanders also has a great smile. That's true. That's that's part of the reason why it was a little bit hard to hate him. Because even though the smile is just a little bit smarmy, he's got a really winning grin and extremely white teeth. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure Deion Sanders' teeth are so white that they give off their own light. Just give me a Deion Sanders uh, alarm clock and just flashes in front of your face. It's prime time. It's oh. always prime time. It doesn't go to like one o'clock, two o'clock. It just goes, it's prime time. It's prime time. Oh, one. It's prime time. Oh, two. Stay tuned next week for the launch of our Kickstarter. The Deion Sanders alarm clock. <laughs> early, early backers can get it for uh, $50, $50, $100, and, uh, and please, please share it with your friends. It'll have a little, some light up teeth on it. And it'll it'll be prime time all the time. You know what I like about Jay Cutler going to Fox? Everything. They didn't stick him immediately in the A the A game role, which is one of the biggest problems I had with the Romo move. Mm-hmm. Is as much as I hate Phil Sims, and as much as I'm glad I'm gone, glad he's gone. Putting Romo there immediately front and center seems like a challenge. Yeah, and if he bombs, it's going to be really bad for CBS. Cutler. Cutler, I feel like, almost has a better chance because if he fucks up, no one's really going to see him because he's going to be on, like, the Arizona versus, oh, God, I don't, uh, like, Jags game. You're not really going to see a lot of games with Cutler calling it. So he's going to have time to sort of, like, hone his craft a little bit if he's really going to stay into it. And I I think that might actually help him in the long run, where if his Tony screws up, it's going to be immediate, like, hot take uh, media attention. Like, oh, Tony Romo got the name wrong. Tony Romo's a dum-dum. Tony Romo said a thing about the Cowboys. Tony Romo's biased about the Cowboys. Tony Romo said a bad thing about the Cowboys. Oh, my God! That's be- that's what's going to happen. There, There's a very easy parallel here to be drawn to the draft. And it's that, like, Jay, the, Jay Cutler, they're stashing kind of... Not on the bench, but 
they're stashing behind veteran talent to have him learn. And Tony Romo, they're just d- starting him at quarterback. It was just I just kind of put that together. It was kind of funny to think about it that way. I'm genuinely interested to hear what kind of color commentary Jay Cutler provides because I'm sure I am I am positive he is smarter than we give him credit for being, but he ha- also did kind of wing it all the time. So I'm kind of curious what he's going to say. Like well, if I was in this position, you know, I would just kind of go woo. <laughs> also have I would I would have no qualms. I don't think Cutler's ever going to be like soft to bears. He's oh not gonna no! Be like, oh, the bears are great. No, he, not. he's. Cutler's gonna be mean to everybody Dude, and it's gonna be great. He might be more mean to the Bears. I'm sure he loves the team, but God, if I were him, I would hate the fans. Cause Yeah, they, I'd probably hate the fans too. They have hated him for years. Even when he was like uh, uh, an undeniable good for the team, he everyone, everyone hated him. Like, I, I never really hated him that much. I always liked Jay Cutler, and I always defended him, because even though he wasn't, like, stellar, it always felt like the situation around him was balls and not conducive to success in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, true, true, but he took so much of the blame for the for the Bears' woes over that the years. That stupid knee injury in the championship game, that it ruined him. Yeah. It I, ruined him. It ruined the perception of him. Yeah, well, right. The perception of him should be the 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 key word there, at least at least in my opinion. After that game, no, the, like it, it's like everyone turned on him. Mm-hmm. The perception of like he was he actually got better after that for a stretch, and it's just and he was stuck with like the ter- terrible offensive coordinators, uh, bad offensive lines for many years. Like it. He never recovered from that the perception from that stupid game where he had the audacity to smile after being hurt. Even yeah, even even when he by all rights should have. In at least in my opinion, you know, I it's 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 just a shame to even blame the fucking front office. In in most cases, blame the front office, not the players. He went through like three front offices too. Yeah, That's, blame the front yeah, office. It's very true. Oh man. I like he's gonna well he's probably going to be remembered as a coach killer now not not maybe not a coach killer but like a front office killer I guess yeah it it was it was three GMs maybe two maybe just two I don't know about GMs I know it's probably at least three coaches I can't remember what who he went he was there under Lovey Smith he 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 caught Lovey Smith's final few years. Then he was under Tressman. Then he was under Fox. And I I almost feel like I'm missing someone in there. I know he had offensive coordinator Mike Martz for a bit, who was having him do like seven step drops with an offensive line that was literally tissue paper, which doesn't really work. It it just have, doesn't. I still remember room. the game where he he was playing against the Giants, and the Giants sacked him like eight times in the first half. Like Cutler Cutler was dead by halftime. And that's the kind of crap he had to deal with for at every, least two seasons, probably every longer. Every week! Every fucking week, dude! But because he had the audacity to not be fired up and be inspirational and just kind of, like, be bummed out and... Oh, it's... it's How dare you slump your shoulders a bit, man? Yeah. It, bears! Bears! Oh, Mark Dicka! 86 was the best year that has ever existed. I mean, the Super Bowl shuffle is a jam. Listen. Yes. It's, it is one and of the... 85, and the 85 Bears are great. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, just maybe shut up about them for one fucking second. Can you calm down? Every year they won't shut up about the 85 Bears makes it a little bit more and more pathetic. I, it, the, farther, the farther we are removed from the 85 Bears the more pathetic it gets. I I've started lumping them in with the with the Dolphins the oh shit what year was it 76? the 72 Dolphins 72, 72 thank you thank you fucking every year every year they have that party when when they're going to be the last undefeated team and it's just sad and it makes you look like a dick stop you have I, your fucking honestly, thing I don't know I I feel I 
I really hated them for a while, and then I kind of realized that ESPN was always calling them up when the game was happening, and it was always Mercury Morris. Like, I've... Honestly, if I was part of the only team that's ever been undefeated, I'd probably get together and just, like, do a little clink with my teammates that still cared. I think that'd be fine. I I actually got followed on Twitter by Mercury Morris. Oh, hey! I mean, when um the Panthers finally lost a game two seasons ago, mm-hmm. uh, I made a picture for Bleacher Report that was Mercury Morris dabbing. Nice. And he he saw it and tweeted it out and then followed me. I'm like, you know what, Mercury Morris, you're all you're right. okay. You're okay. I kind of I kind of enjoy the fact that he just sort of revels in it. Just like, yeah, this is my accomplishment. I'm gonna milk it for the rest of my life. Fucking deal with it, losers. More power to him for doing that. It's 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 more. It's more. I don't know. Like celebrating another team's loss. I guess that's you know, that's not really what it is though. I think it's just so like we're the only people that have ever done this. It's, yeah, for sure. It's, it's awesome. I feel like if another team actually ever does go undefeated, haha, <laughs> Patriots, fuck you. Yeah, he he's probably going to be like they earned it. Mm-hmm. I think I think he'll be fair to them. He'll be like, well, we held this record for a long time. Congratulations to this team. Obviously, maybe I would have preferred to stay the only team that does it, but they earned it. Like, yeah, I think he'll, yeah, it's not he'll, gonna be he'll a... play nice. He's right. not going to be like, ah, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. We did it in a different era. Yeah, it doesn't it, count it, now. Asterisk. Whoa. Yeah, they, they probably wouldn't do that, I assume, at least. I mean, then again, I am kind of an optimist for that in that sort of situation. I don't know. I don't know. The point is, I kind of I kind of like that whole thing. I I hated it until the Giants beat the Patriots in 1881, and since then, I've loved it, so maybe I'm biased. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. I, I might be a little bit biased in this situation. The commercial they did after the 2007 Super Bowl, where they're all in front, they're all, like, on a lawn in Perfectville, population one. Oh, God, yeah. Like, one team, and they're all just like, oh, this is perfect, and then the Giants truck shows up and just like, here's a gift from the New York Giants, and Mercury Morris is like, ah, perfect. It's great. I love it. That's no, that's definitely fair. And and listen, far be it for me to, you know what? Maybe I'm just jealous of people who've accomplished things. <laughs> Getting deep here. That might on be it. Sounding. That might be it. Maybe maybe I just hate this week on intentional sounding. In... <laughs> we get real. Sam Crescent has a crisis of identity. Ah. <laughs> uh... Good. Quarter life crisis, Sam. Well, we're, I what mean, have I accomplished? We're gonna we're gonna get even darker later. I'm I'm sure we are. We should probably just do that do, right do, now. Do the dark there's things. No, there, there, let's. There's no other football news to talk about. There, not really. Mm-hmm. Like, we're we're already kind of bullshitting our way through this. We're winging it. We're gunslinging it. We're yeah. Jay Cutler in this crap. Mm-hmm. But so we got another ranking. Rankings are back. Yes. And this week, we're going to do rankings of bad chain restaurants. Yep. Oh. I, I think the official is is a casual dining restaurant chain. Yes. We're talking about places where if you are in the suburbs, you go to the town shopping center area, there will be at least three of these located on the premises. There will be several attached to the shopping mall. There will always be one or two that are their own section of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not talking yes. fast food. We're not talking like fast food where you get in and get out we're talking places where you genuinely sit down and pretend they're real restaurants i think we're gonna do this a little bit i think we're gonna do this a little bit differently i think you should read your number one and i'll read my number one and then we'll fight it out perfect perfect that that works i i have a few i expanded it a little bit because i uh i didn't have that many i had to remember all these crappy places and number one i I think and hope this counts i have benihana you know, I I think that counts. I forgot about Benihana, That's and fine. I've never actually been to Benihana. I like I forgot about it for a while too. But Benihana is great. I mean, it's it's overpriced, but it's because it's kind of dinner and a show. You got the whole hibachi thing, and at the end of the day, you know, they've got sake. They've got good. It's good hibachi food. I'm gonna preface this a little bit. I haven't been. There's only one of these in things on my entire list that I've been to within the last five years. Oh God, yeah, there's, same. Dude. I haven't I haven't been to pretty much at least like five of these since college 
And most of these I went to once or twice as a child and kind of have fond memories of. Right. <laughs> I think so we're going to run into th- a bit th- of that. I think it would be interesting if I actually went and tried all these places now. But I'm going to pretty much share my experiences with each because some of these might get people angry. But I haven't really been there very often to really have a negative experience. So this might you might hate me for this, but my number one is Outback. Oh, no. No, I got Outback at, like, number four. I love Outback Steakhouse. No rules, Outback right. Steakhouse, it's it's okay. I Their Bloomin' Onions are still good. The steak, at when I was a kid and even in college, I'm like, this is pretty good steak. It is pretty good steak. Having, having been there, I've been there recently. And I'll tell my story about Outback when we get there, but can confirm. I, I liked Outback. I, I liked Outback as a kid. I liked Outback in college. I haven't been there for pretty much since college, but I I have fond memories of Outback Steakhouse. They're blooming onions. That was a terrible accent. I am so sorry. <laughs> it's hard to do an Australian accent. I used to be... No, I can actually do it pretty well, but for some reason I just failed there. Okay. Well, don't don't try. Okay. And, now, and now all of our <laughs> listeners will have to believe you, take you at your word. Yeah, they're blooming onions. That's actually yeah. not bad. There you go. Yeah, blooming onions. We don't actually drink Fosters in Australia. That shit is piss. Foster's doesn't actually mean beer in Australian. Australian is a lot like English, except they have other words. Australian isn't a language. It's a lifestyle, baby. <laughs> oh, no, why that? Fucking <laughs> got me so bad, but it did. All right. Um, number two. Number two. And this is the one I've actually been to most recently on this list. I got Red Lobster. I I didn't think like it was the story is me and my friend were going to go some somewhere for dinner. The place we were going to go to was closed and there was a Red Lobster nearby and she was like, "Yeah, let's just let's go to Red Lobster." And I was like, "Okay. Really?" <laughs> okay. I mean, they got good biscuits or whatever oh, it is. The biscuits are so good. The cheddar biscuits. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, it I feel that like that's what most alone. of these places are most known for. These chain restaurants. They're most known for the thing they bring you before the meal. Yeah. Yeah. Unli- unlimited soup salad breadsticks kind of deal. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I feel like these are all known for these. Like the blooming onion. It's the mm-hmm. appies, man. Yeah. They yeah, they, and... they do this salty, delicious appies right, even right. though the meals themselves are garbage. We'll, we'll both get to TGI Fridays. I have them. Not super high on the list, but they're up there, and it's because of the potato skins. That's it. Um, but, I mean, Red Lobster, even past that, like, I I got, like, a shrimp dish there. The shrimp were big and good. They advertise like they are worse than they are. I haven't seen a Red Lobster commercial in a while, but from all I remember from Red Lobster, it was pretty much just shot after shot of um, a lobster tail being turned over on a grill and then shrimp kind of going being in slow motion onto a plate. Into the, yeah, yeah, it's it's that. And, and yeah, sometimes they're tossed into the air from a pan in slow motion as yeah. well. Um, but it's good. It's it's very good for a, for a place that does sometimes unlimited shrimp things. The shrimp is good. The seafood's good. The, the cocktails are like are suitably silly. So my second one is, uh, I confess, I am a massive fan of burgers, so I have Red Robin. Ah, I, I don't have them because I've never been to one. I love burgers. I, I will eat any kind of burger, and Red Robin has been okay for me. I'm okay with Red Robin. It's it's yum. Yum. Did they do um did they do unlimited fries back in back in the day when you went there? God, I don't remember. Because I, I just saw an ad for them. They're like, as always, unlimited steak fries. And I'm like, one, that's the worst kind All of right, fry. Alright, so that's that's their apple cheddar biscuit or whatever yeah. it is. That that's what it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the thing steak people fries. actually go there for. We could we could do a real quick ranking of fry shapes if we haven't done that already. No, we could save that one. Yeah, that's that's true, but that'll take like five mm. seconds because everyone knows curly fries are the best. Yes, yes, that's true. Curly fries are the best. And potato wedges are the Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Jesus, who would, who in their right mind would order potato wedges? It's the worst of everything. Yeah. It's the Mark Wahlberg of fry shapes. For sure, yeah. 
Uh, Moving on. What's number three, Sam? Chili's. And that's... Chili's? Yeah, that's possibly because that was the place of that nature on campus when I went to school. So it was it was always you'd go to a like a football game and if it was an afternoon game you'd get dinner over at Chili's. And their margaritas are are good and silly and frozen and high fructose corn syrupy. But their burgers are, are real good. Uh the prices aren't bad. It it is very good quality food and I I appreciate that. I think Chili's gets a bad rap. Gonna disagree with that. Okay, fair Chili's enough. Chili's is pretty far down on mine. That's listen, and I'm I, I I feel like we'll be not necessarily seeing eye to eye on this, but there are going to be reasons for our placement on this list. And I think more. it's going to be a lot of oh, I have fond yeah. memories of this place. Yeah at a time in my life right exactly and that is definitely the reason that Chili's is up here I probably remember the food being better than it is because one I'm drunk from a football game and two I I had I have never been to a Chili's like not surrounded by a silly group of friends so my number three is if you had asked me this probably in college or directly after college this would have been far and away the number one choice but then they fucking change shit. I have B-dubs. Oh, oh man. I have them so far down on the list. They <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings during college was probably the greatest thing yep. ever. Yep. Because they had boneless boneless Thursdays oh. and wing Tuesdays. It was it was so good. It was, really good, good, it was so, it? everything was so good. And then I don't know what they did, but they made a corporate decision and everything went into the crapper like Yep. Yep. It's it it's like their chicken. They they started using different chicken and, and it's smaller. the pieces got a, a lot smaller. Like they like have the size of the wings. Oh, it was it was just garbage. The sauces are still okay, like but they the started sauces. using they st- they started using less. The, it's mm-hmm. just the quality went downhill like abruptly. It, it was like they were amazing. As soon as they started to get big, as soon as you started to actually see them places, it yeah. was like a switch flipped, and they uh, went boom. I, it was so disappointing. Have you ever had their bone-in wings? Bone? You mean wings? Yeah, right. But yeah, the thing you never <laughs> order at Buffalo Wild Wings. It like that was the last time I probably went to be dumb. They're fucking was... lollipops, dude. Oh, they're garbage. They're like dumb dumb. I used to love their regular wings, and then they changed the recipe or whatever, and it turned into crap. Like, the last time I ordered them, uh, it was in Rochester, and they literally had feathers still on the wing. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, I that's was, awful. I, like, I, like, it was so bad. I At least I got the meal for free, and I got to, like, walk away with, like, a sauce of my choice. And this is but third still, on your list? I, I really like them. Okay. And I'm going to be honest... Their boneless wings are basically just good chicken nuggets. That's uh, well, that's true. That's I can't I can't fault you for that. I I still enjoy their boneless wings. That's fair. That's fair because the sauces are good and boneless wings are about the sauce. For I have Outback. I don't need to I don't need to get too far into it because I pretty much said why I we, like it. We did already discuss it. Yeah. Let's move this along a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll wrap we, it. We, we, we've sort of hit like the top by. ones. Yeah, uh, my fourth is Ruby Tuesday. I've only been there once. I was a child, but I remember really liking it. I haven't been there since. It was it was in my local mall. That mall is pretty much dead now. I went there. I, I only remember going there once, and I liked it. So, you know what? You're okay, Ruby Tuesday. You're okay. And you're a pretty good song by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got TGI, Fr- I, yeah, TGI Fridays there because... Yeah, no. It's not. It's not super offensive. Eh, eh. Eh. I have that much lower for reasons I will get into. Okay, fair enough. My next one is Hooters. Oh sure. I, why did I not include them on the list? I res I respect Hooters. I don't think their food is good. They're pretty sexist, but they know what they are. They know what they are, and I kind of respect that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just wish they would have sexy dudes in, in, you know, crop tops and. I wish they would have gay hooters. 
why can't it why has it got to be either or is all i'm saying man why can't we have a truly inclusive hooters well i mean hooters hooters are boobs so what do you call them dongers <laughs> hooters and dongers they serve wings and hooters sausages and dongers. now there, there you go. There's your number one meal, Hooters. Hooters and dongers. Wings and sausage. That, oh, God. That meal, like, I'm imagining a plate of buffalo wings and, like, sausages. It, <laughs> it is a really funny image in my head. <laughs> no, but I get you. I get you. Go next. Sam. Yes, What's yes. Next? I, I can kind of blast through these. I got Johnny Rockets next. I do not have Johnny Rockets on my list. I have Romano's Macaroni Grill. I do not have Romano's Macaroni Grill on my <laughs> list, even though I've been there and I liked it a lot. It's a good it's a good place. I got uh, Applebee's after that, and that's like right in the middle of, of the list just because I can't find anything bad to say about it. I would never want to go there, but uh, uh, why, you know? Why not? Uh... Disagree. Okay. I have the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, disagree. Disagree. All right. <laughs> well, we'll get there, but... Last time I went there, it was okay. I, I didn't so much hate the food, but I hated the atmosphere. For sure. I got Ruby Tuesdays below Applebee's for, for pretty much the same reason. They, they have good burgers, but I'm not that much of a burger guy, really. I like them, but I don't, like, love them, love them, love them. Or maybe I'm just stayed in my ways, and like if I'm I'm gonna get a burger, I have like three places that I always go to because I know their burgers are the fucking bomb. I have Olive Garden next. Oh, that's higher than I expected. I don't hate it. I I think Olive Garden gets a bad rep. It's not terrible. It's mediocre. I don't think Olive Garden is as bad as all the jokes make it out to be. I think it's simply there if you got nothing else around the area that might serve and you you want cheap crap italian it's okay and their breadsticks are good yeah they i can yeah yes they are and you get all of them for free uh i've got where oh yeah i have uno's next pizzeria uno's oh i've only been there once and i forgot what it was like buddy i I, you know I you know I like deep dish pizza, right? We've we've had this discussion on the show and this is not the time to read. You mean casserole? Okay. I so yes, right? I think that Pizzeria Uno's is almost solely responsible for everyone in America like other than Chicagoans or people who live here or people who have moved here, you know, the 80% of the other people who do for them not liking deep dish pizza because they have fucked it I up. I buy it. I buy that completely. The first, I had Pizzeria Uno and I think I was like, yeah, it's pizza, but I was young and dumb kid. Mm. And then I had like actual deep dish pizza and I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, why can't I find this in the lasagna section at my grocery well, store? Yeah, right? I feel like that Uno's was a lot of people's first experience with deep dish and it ruined them forever. All right, so my next one is actually P.F. Chang's. Oh, I got P.F. Chang's pretty much exactly there, too. P.F. Chang's is acceptable. I mean, it's it's cheap Asian food. Yeah, what are you going to do? Okay. What are you going to do? What do you got next, Sam? Uh, Fuddruckers, just because they're, they're a burger place. Oh, Fuddruckers. I forgot about Fuddruckers. I don't like their burgers, man. And that's, like, what they're selling oh. themselves on. I just don't, I don't know why. I uh, They don't do it for me. But I, I would probably have put Fuddruckers um, at least three slots above where I currently am if I had remembered Okay. Because I, I used to love Fuddruckers. Sure, sure. Or as Idiocracy calls it, buttfuckers. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Who you got? I have Cracker Barrel. Oh, shit. I like Cracker Barrel. I went to Crackle Barrel once, and it was on a drive south to go to Disney World it, with my parents. And you isn't know what? it always? Isn't it always on a drive south to go to Disney with your parents when you go to Cracker Barrel? Crackle Barrel was okay. I remember liking it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fair, fair. I got P.F. Chang's after after that for pretty much the same reasons you said. I, although I I, uh, I think I have it lower specifically because if you want cheap Asian food go go anywhere else 
right? Go to an actual. Yeah, yeah. Go to go to an actual Chinese place because there, there's no reason to go to a chain Chinese food. You'll get much better food for pretty much the same price at any a uh, regular like mom and pop Chinese shop. It's 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 great stuff. My next is Chili's. Oh, okay. It's, it is there. Yeah. Listen, if I didn't have if I didn't have the memories, if I didn't have the memories, I you know I'd probably agree with you there. That's a good slogan. If I didn't have the memories, you wouldn't come. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, I got Olive Garden next, uh, just because they they're not. I've had I've been there a few times. Their breadsticks are good, and unlimited salad is good, and their salad is actually very good. They have, if I remember right, they have like shaved parmesan cheese not like yeah i think the, their caesar salad was pretty decent they have the like slices of thin parmesan that's great you know what's not great they're fucking alfredo sauce how do you fuck that up your name is your fucking olive garden you're supposed to be italian alfredo sauce isn't hard to do i've done it and i fucking don't know how to do most things that an adult man should know how to do i have red lobster okay their biscuits are good, but I don't remember literally anything else from the food, despite going there multiple times. I'd encourage you to give them another shot if you want seafood and don't have a place. Uh, I have so many better options of seafood up here. If you live, unless you live in a suburbs where there are only chain restaurants, there's really no reason to go to any of these places. Right. The, there is a cheaper and better alternative that is not a chain. The, none of these mm-hmm. places need to exist. Speaking of next, I have I have Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now I will have Carabas. Oh, I I considered including them, but I'd never been, so I can't really speak to what they do. Yeah, now we're starting to get to places that I haven't actually been to or mm-hmm. I've been to exactly one. Sure, sure. I've got two more on the list. I feel like you might have more than me. Um, but next, I do. Next, I have Planet Hollywood. Oh, I haven't been to Planet Hollywood. Don't ever go. <laughs> Just don't. God, it's awful. You're surrounded you're surrounded by fucking awful, glitzy, like terrible memorabilia. And even if you like that shit, it still comes off as tacky. I went to one in I shit, man. I went to one in New York, like the one in Times Square. For some reason, I have no idea why. It was like the last. Yeah, that, that that that's what we call a bad move. Yeah, it, I, I I remember knowing it at the time, and the people I was with knowing it at the time. But there was some reason we had to go there. Maybe it was the cheapest place around, and we were all starving. But there was some reason. I I wish I could remember it. But um, we went and fucking. Uh, the the burgers are fucking hockey pucks. The salads are are wilted, fucking creamed spinach ass piles of brown, uh, and everything fucking costs twenty dollars because you're see you're sitting next to the actual sweater that Steve McQueen wore. In I think the, that might have been because you were in Times Square, sir. Well, that's also that's also very true. But I also like Planet Hollywood is is an expensive restaurant even if you're not i've been to other planet hollywoods and i remember thinking that that this is fucking i'm not fucking paying 15 dollars for your fucking hollywood burger it's a fucking hockey puck that you put mayonnaise on so next i have debating whether or not to put this on there but they do have like internal seating sections mm-hmm. and I'm mostly remembering my kit my time as a kid going there with my mom after I succeeded at book it but Pizza Hut. Oh sure. I remember going inside Pizza, pizza Hut is hut. Pizza Hut is trash but I got a lot of free personal pan pizzas. Nice. Which at the time that's what I thought deep dish was so Pizza Hut's also mm-hmm. a problem mm-hmm. for Chicago deep yep. dish because their deep dish is kind of shit. Even as a kid I'm like, you know, this is a great pizza but you know what I got for free because I read books. Yeah. There you go. The my my the last time I was at Pizza Hut and this is a really depressing story to me is the night the day I got my college acceptance letter to RIT, 
my parents were like, oh, God, we have to celebrate somehow. Uh, nothing's really open. Let's just go to Pizza Hut. So I, I, ce- I celebrated getting into college by going to Pizza Hut. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> go to Pizza Hut. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, poor yeah. you. Poor your parents. I don't, I don't even remember Imagine- what I ate. It was just, oh, what? Okay, this is, I guess this is the memory I'm going to have for the rest of my life. I got into college. Pizza Hut. Imagine being uh. them. Imagine being them and that letter comes in and they they read the letter and then they like look at their watch. and or, We're and, like, so proud of you, son. Let's go to Pizza well, Hut. Well, like realizing what day it was or like that it was a holiday or something or it was too late and that everything else was closed and that like the horrifying realization that they are going to ch- take their fucking child who they love very much to a pizza hut to celebrate their college acceptance that's fucking tragic very very depressing so who is your mark Wahlberg yeah. of chain restaurants and, and i i think there's a right answer here and i hope that you agree with me because there's one big one that neither of us have mentioned yet and it's the fucking biggest lie in dining. And it's the fucking Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> it's the fucking Cheesecake Factory. The Cheesecake Factory is not fancy or good. And also, cheesecake, not that great of a dessert. It's, it's fucking cream cheese. Whoa, whoa, hold the fuck on. What? It's not. What? Are you? Did you just say cheesecake is not good? No, 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 no. I'm not going in that hard. I'm not. I'm, my my takes aren't going to be that hot. But I, I, I would I would rather have say a key lime pie than a cheesecake, right? And if I'm going to have a cheesecake, I'm only going to have a little slice because it's a lot. It's just like made from cream cheese. It's just you know, it's a good dessert, not a great dessert. Like I said, cheesecake, not that great. It's good, not that cheesecake great. Cheesecake is wonderful. Cheesecake is wonderful. And Cheesecake Factory deserves all the scorn for essentially making really bad cheesecake. But cheesecake is 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 amazing. Oh my god, I love cheesecake. I was about so to much. say, regardless of your feelings on cheesecakes, the fact is that Cheesecake Factory makes bad fucking cheesecake. And everything Wait, on Cheesecake their menu. Factory's cheesecake should be surrounded in air quotes. Cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah, fucking, and everything on their menu is $30. It's fucking... You're in a mall. You're next to a fucking multiplex movie theater that's showing Iron Man 2 on most of the screens. Don't... You're not fancy. Stop being fancy. Don't have fucking $13 craft cocktails. You pour that shit, that's fucking zing-zang that you mixed with, I don't know, fucking well gin and called it some cutesy pun name. It is a great, it is a great lie of dining and I hope it deserves to not be forgotten that Cheesecake Factory is fucking dog shit. No one should go there. Nobody. Nobody More like should Cheesecake go. Factory. Yeah. Got him. If I had a soundboard, that's when I would play the uh, fart noise. Oh, yeah. That or the, the air horn. We got to get a soundboard yes. for this show. Beow, 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 beow. Beow, 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 beow. Going in. Going in on Cheesecake All right. So after. I have a whole bunch left right. because I wasn't sure exactly what we were doing. Um, After Pizza Hut, I have On the Border. It's just Mexican. Uh, I after, the, after On the Border, I have Golden Corral. I've only been once. It sucked. After Golden Corral, I have TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays is is pretty shit, and it is associated with Guy Fieri, which makes it even more shit. Is it? it didn't he do commercials for TGI Fridays? I feel like he did. I he might have. I, I feel like know. Guy I feel like Fie- I feel like Guy Fieri is TGI Fridays, even if he hasn't been part. <laughs> yeah, even if he has of his own TGI Fridays. Like Johnny. When Gardens. I think of TGI Fridays, I think of Guy Fieri. Okay, like just just like that douche who's trying too hard and sucks mm-hmm. that's tgi fridays to me um after that i have i wasn't sure if these counted obviously you didn't have them on your list but fuck breakfast chain restaurants uh i have ihop because i had a couple fun times there as a kid then i have waffle house oh then fuck I have you Denny's. oh do you you can't listen man i disagree with you 
one, I'm in Atlanta right now, so I have to disagree with you on principle. Dude, we cannot, if you're going to have Waffle House this far low on the list, if you are going to have Waffle House this far low on your list, you cannot put this podcast up. Because <laughs> because sports tw- sports Twitter will fucking come for you. And, ne- and next week... Let them! Uh, next week, I will Waffle try House to call you shit. on Skype, and I will get a response, like an automated response saying... We're sorry, we cannot reach the Skype user. They have been murdered in their house by all of sports Twitter for saying that Waffle House is bad. So be careful. I'm pretty sure a lot of the love Twitter has for Waffle House is kind of ironic. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Waffle House is is bad. Waffle House is good, though. Waffle House is bad, but it's better than Denny's. Well, okay. Yes, Yes, it is, but have you seen Denny's Tumblr blog? Yes, we've talked about this before, and I'm not going to give them credit just because they have a decent social media. I, I, listen, that doesn't mean Th- they're their a good food restaurant. is still crap, even at, at like three o'clock in the morning, which is the only acceptable time to go to Denny's. Sure. After Denny's, I have the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Cheesecake Factory was something I tried once as a kid, as a very young kid, when I didn't realize it was a chain restaurant, mm-hmm. and I thought it was amazing. One, because I love cheesecake. And two, because I was a really dumb kid. Yeah, you didn't know what I went back. I went like. back much later to be like, oh, I have a, I had, I had a good time at Cheesecake Factory. And I went there. I was just like, this is really bad. <laughs> this is very depressing. I mean, this might be worse than going to Pizza Hut to celebrate your <gasps> oh, college shit. acceptance depressing. Oh, no. oh. But my Mark Wahlberg uh-huh. of chain restaurants... Fuck you, Applebee's. Okay. I've been to Applebee's sure. about five times, and I have yet to have a mediocre experience. That's There's always been something times. dreadfully wrong. I went several times to college. Every time, the food was either dead cold. Oh, jeez. That oh, took, God. Like, like, an hour to get out. There was I found a piece of metal in my food once. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, Applebee's is a... Oh, my God. Fuck Applebee's, man. App- Applebee's is Mark Wahlberg. Applebee's is strawberry ice cream. Applebee's is... Oh, what did we say the worst cereal was? Applebee's is corn pops. Fuck. Fuck Applebee's, man. I I think Applebee's deserves every joke thrown its way. I, yeah. Unlike Olive Garden, unlike uh, Red Lobster or like Hooters or anything like that, Applebee's deserves nothing but scorn. Fuck Applebee's, man. Applebee's is shit. That's some good hate. Fucking fucking apple some good hate but the last time i went the food was jet cold like and it even came out quickly it's almost like they had it <laughs> sitting on the counter from a previous order oh god they <laughs> forgot to put out and then gave it to us so like Y'all oh wow look how fast we brought this out to you what did you like did you like put this in the microwave for two seconds this is like freezing cold they're like well uh we're sorry whatever and i'm like no nah, you know what i'm walking out fuck this Applebee's is shit. Doing this has made me realize, and I don't I don't usually, I'm not a huge fast food dude. I don't like going to like McDonald's or Burger King generally. I don't get that craving that a lot of people do, you know, to get like a fast food burger or nugs or whatever. But doing this list has made me realize that like I would probably just rather, you know, go to McDonald's and get, like, Same, because at least then you're getting the food fast. You don't have to sit there and pretend you're at a real restaurant. Like I would, I would definitely go to fast food before most of these places. Like the the thing to me is like watching a restaurant pretend to be a restaurant, right? It's these yeah. are all. This is all fucking restaurant cosplay. Is what all of these restaurants <laughs> are. It's fucking restaurant cosplay. It is it is frozen prepackaged food and and people fucking dressing up as oh yeah no we're we're a real restaurant look we have menus and everything we have like sometimes our menus are in all lowercase letters we have wine oh yes why would you like red or white yeah there you go there you go they usually have one local craft beer on tap and it's and it's blue moon a single solitary <laughs> Oh, God. Fuck you, Applebee's. Fuck you, Applebee's. 
Fuck you, Applebee's. Fuck you, fuck you, Cheesecake Factory. Fucking liars. Fuck you, Cheesecake, cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Sam, how can we follow? Yeah, you can uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Drezeses, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. I'm on Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. You can watch me be a whore there. I'm on Twitch at uh, Robots Fighting Dinosaurs as well. I also write for Yard Barker, Thrillist, Chicago as Dave. I'm Dropplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Dropplay Dave. On Facebook at Dropplay Comic. You can find me on Instagram um, if you just want to see me post selfies of me hiking <laughs> and not a whole lot of actual football stuff. Hashtag but awesome. hey, that's what this guy's like in real life. Woo. There we go. There you go. Uh, you can find me on Patreon and, of course, on thedropplay.com. Uh, if you like Waffle House, come at me, bitches, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>